who are you calling a nice girl? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Not So Nice Girl. I am your host and recovering nice girl, Natalie Volpicelli. And today is definitely a bit more of an interesting episode. Um, if you have been following along socials, you will probably know that I had a death in the family and I took kind of two weeks off to um, care for my family member and then also to kind of give myself a week of just being there with my family. Um, and kind of to regroup. So today, I thought of a whole bunch of different things that I could do, and I had some old recordings that I could post, and it just didn't feel genuine or like me to just completely put out a new episode completely random and act like nothing happened. I think that's semi my MO to do that, um, to kind of put on that smile and just say like, everything's fine, everything's great. Um, I'm not phased at all. And that's something that I am working on. So for today's episode, it's not really even fully outlined. It was just kind of an idea that I had and I wanted to share with you um, so to let you all know, my dad recently passed of cancer, um, at the age of 65. And so it's been a journey to say the least, kind of navigating my emotions and supporting my family through this process. And Again, kind of in this process of doing the podcast, one thing that I've loved is that it's helped me kind of challenge myself. So I felt like I should challenge myself here and I should be open, be honest, and not just shove emotions under the rug and smile and say everything's fine. Um, I think that is the nice girl behavior. That's the go-to is to kind of not burden anyone with our emotions and our struggles and to put a smile on our face to be kind and, and just say, I'm fine. I'm great. I mean, that's my mom even jokes. That's like my go-to phrase is it's fine. It's fine. Um, because that's what I feel like I should say. And I'm not gonna go in today's episode and talk about grief or um, how to navigate when a loved one dies because truthfully, I, I don't know that yet. Um, and I haven't had the time to do the research on it. So I hope to do an episode in the future once I feel like I've processed a bit more um, and done the research about grief to really kind of help share with you in my 
unique point of view, how to navigate that as someone who always wants to be helping others and to put others in front of you and how to kind of finally sit and put yourself first. And that's, I know that's a big part of grieving and recovering and I'm not there yet. I'm still learning how to do that. So it wouldn't feel right to talk about that. However, it does feel like the perfect opportunity to share kind of my dad's mantra of life and how he lived life. It's something I've always aspired to as a nice girl. Um, and so I just wanted to share it, one, because I don't think that anyone should be afraid of talking about their loved ones after they passed. I think some people think that it'll make people uncomfortable or um, trigger emotions. And for some people, sure, it will for me. I have relished in talking about my dad and I keep learning new things about my dad because that's the type of guy he was. It just has so many stories. Um, so I, I want to kind of use this as a way to allow anyone else who maybe has lost someone, a friend, a grandparent, a parent, a sibling, whatever it is to remind you you don't have to shy away of talking about them to make other people feel more comfortable um, and to kind of not burden people with your grief and your issues. I think it's okay to want to talk about them and to want to think about them all the time because you aren't seeing them in person. So you want to have their memory carry on. So for this episode, I'm going to kind of talk about some of his life, and this is obviously from my point of view, and I think my siblings and my mom and his siblings could share so many others' stories and adventures, um, but just as a little inspiration and a little kind of homage to him. So... My dad. <laughs> My dad is someone who lived a million lives. I mean, truly, you pick one thing that he did, and that could be someone's goal for their entire life, and he did like eight other things. Um, he was really fearless in that way, and I really, really admire that about my dad. Um, he was constantly taking risks, constantly putting himself out there. And that's what he's always kind of taught my siblings and I. Um, now, as a nice girl, I didn't always do that. Um, I think imposter syndrome, I think fear of failing, my perfectionism definitely kept me from taking those leaps of faith. And that's something 
that, especially with the passing of my father, I, I want to change. Just doing this podcast is the beginning of that. In my childhood, I, my dad and I were two peas in a pod. Like we would go on roller coasters together. We would, I, I was a gymnast. We, I would face life so fearlessly, just like him. And as I started to become aware of my surroundings and start, um, I, I started having some anxiety and OCD behaviors. And just, you know, maybe it was media, maybe it was peers around me. You just start becoming so much more aware of yourself and this pressure to succeed and survive in kind of a competitive environment. And that was when I think I started losing a bit of my fearlessness. I started questioning things that I was doing, I started not living genuinely because I was afraid of either failing at whatever it was or offending or upsetting someone. And so I started living for other people. And in all of these kind of stories and memories that we talked about with my dad, my dad was the master of living genuinely to himself and living for himself without sacrificing giving and caring for others. And that is kind of my biggest takeaway of my dad and his life is doing things for yourself. He up and moved from East Coast to California, took a shot, became a rock a literal rock star literal rock star touring in bands performing in all the big clubs in LA that was just what he wanted to do he set his mind to it he did it um brought some friends along worked really really hard and just made it um he then you know moved back to the East Coast and started his career as an accountant, got a CPA, a CPA certification, worked his way up in work, became um, very successful in his job, started a family, was an incredible dad, was the coach of all coaches for every single youth sport he literally would still find ways to coach even when we were moved on because he just he loved helping others he loved teaching others and 
helping them grow, not just as a player in whatever sport it was, but as a person. Learn to lose, learn to not give up, learn to win gracefully, um, learn to push yourself. He, he loved it. Um, and I think that's the crux of it. My dad, no matter what he was doing, he was living for himself, taking risks, taking chances, being genuine to what he wanted to do, and putting his all in it, whether that was becoming a literal rock star, yes, his job, being a dad, being a youth coach, whatever it was. And then, you know, of course he couldn't stop playing music. So he was constantly in bands and having band practice till the very end, um, putting his all into it. But in the process of that, never stopped giving and caring for others. That's the key that I want to share with you all. Just because you're living for yourself, you're taking risks, taking chances, going and living your dream, you know, whether that's going back to school or maybe you want to be a rock star and you want to play in a band or whatever it is that you are setting your sight on and your goal. Putting your time and energy into that doesn't mean that you're taking away from other people. Doesn't mean that you're being completely selfish. You need to take care of yourself to take care of others. If you're living kind of a half-assed life and you're not doing what you want to do, that's when resentment comes in. That's when you start blaming others for your failures. That's when you start to actually be hurting other people. Whereas if you're allowing yourself to be the best you, to be the fullest you of whatever phase you're in, because my dad had so many phases. <laughs> um, like I said, the man lived like eight lives that one person could only dream of living. And every step of the way, he never failed to still be there for his friends, to still be there for his family, to still give back to the community. And he allowed himself the opportunity to take a risk, take a leap of faith, be a little selfish, and, you know, move across country away from his immediate family and, you know, ask friends to join him on this journey who, 
you know, they're now his lifelong friends and they, they love him so dearly. Um, and you can say it's selfish, but every step of the way, he was still helping others, connecting with others, trying to share memories and stories and happiness and joy with others. When he moved across country, he lived with his cousins and he was a rock for them. He wasn't physically with his immediate family, but he was still a rock for his family even across the country. He was trying to connect with people in every step of the way while also being true to himself, following his, his goals and his dreams. And I think that is something so admirable to just innately get. My dad just got it. I know that sounds weird, but he, he did. He just understood life. And that's not to say he didn't make mistakes. My dad made plenty of mistakes because we're all human. We're, we all make mistakes. But that didn't keep him from caring for others and trying so aggressively to be there for others while also being there for yourself. So I know, I mean, I could ramble on about my dad for ages, but at the end of the day, what I think I want you all to take from this is taking care of yourself and your needs does not take away from other people. That's the biggest fear, I think, in a nice girl's behavior. And I think selfish has become such a gross and ugly word. We're so scared to be called selfish that we overuse the word a bit. Doing things for yourself and taking time for yourself, whether that's big or small, whether that's, you know, just for me in grieving and, and taking a minute alone to grieve rather than constantly being there for my mom or my family, um, if I can't handle it anymore, or if it's, you know, the bigger things like my dad going and living his dream and not necessarily thinking about what everyone thinks of him when he's doing all of this, when he's going to become a rock star. Cause I'm sure there were naysayers. I'm sure there were people who were like, what the hell are you doing, Jimmy? And being a little bit clo closed in and focused 
on your life trajectory is not selfish. That's not selfish. Wanting to live your fullest life is not selfish. That's what we're meant to do. We have to take care of ourselves. We are responsible for our lives and our futures. And while you do that, and my dad was such a great example, it doesn't have to be done in a way that takes away from anyone else. And if other people view it as you're hurting them or you're putting it them down, and it's really just you going out and living your life or you, you know, taking a chance to be a rock star. Maybe you want to go into acting. Maybe you want to go back to school. If p people take offense to that, that might be on their own conscious. That might be they're insecure that they're not doing it. And by allowing yourself to be genuine, live fully, and kind of live with, in a sense, no regrets, you are allowing yourself to be the most full and present person for the people around you. And that's what my dad did. He was selfish. I don't even want to use that word. He wasn't selfish. He was selfful. That's the word that I, I use. He was not afraid to follow the dreams and follow where happiness led him. He was so good at fearlessly following happiness and following joy. And by doing that, he was able to give it back to everyone around him. By following his own joy, he was able to connect and share that joy with everyone around him and help everyone around him find their own joy. But you can't help other people find their joy if you don't have your own. As a nice girl, you want to help others. You want everyone to feel great around you. And again, this is a perfect example of that. Like, I say nice girl, but it, it applies to everyone. That's just a term. It's not, it's not meaning only girls. It's everyone. As a people pleaser, <laughs> you want to make everyone else happy. If you're not happy because of whatever it is, maybe you aren't living your fullest life, maybe you aren't taking care of yourself, how are you going to help other people take care of themselves? Be happy. You can't. It's, it's almost impossible. And... If you are doing it, you're completely draining yourself. And you might in turn start resenting the people around you. 
because you might feel like they're keeping you from living your fullest life when in reality it didn't need to be that way. Not both. You can do both. You can do what you want to do and live your fullest life and chase your happiness and chase your joy while also providing that joy and happiness for the people around you. And my dad was a perfect example of that. Truly a perfect example. So to close, um, I just want to say thank you for kind of bearing with me in this episode. I, I, I couldn't write or script it. It really just had to be kind of this open dialogue about my, do- my dad because he was a free spirit, so my dad would have never scripted it. <laughs> he surely wouldn't have. Um, and I appreciate you guys kind of bearing with me as I'm going through this process and finding the words to say and the um, motivation and energy to continue moving forward. Um, I know my dad would be so proud of me for pushing forward with this dream um, of this podcast or wherever it takes me. He was so excited about it and so proud of it. Um, This podcast really, it was three years in the discussion, um, but it was my dad who kind of was that final push that I needed to really do it. Um, He was a big, big, big piece and voice that pushed me into doing this podcast. So to just continue on without um, recognizing him and acknowledging it just didn't it didn't feel right um all of these podcasts all of these episodes really a lot of the things that I'm going to be doing in my future are going to be because of my dad and because of the strength and fearlessness that he gave me um and I'm just so excited to share that with you and even though right now I may not fully understand the grief and the emotion that I'm feeling um I'm hoping to turn it into good that's really the goal that's what my dad would do is turn it into something good and something positive and I can't wait for you guys to join me on this ride Or continue joining me on this ride because it's not like it's the first episode. But with that being said, please follow, subscribe, leave a review and comment on this episode and on the podcast. Share with your friends, connect with your friends, take care of yourself. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.